Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Hey, 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 welcome back to My Business Playbook. It is so good to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining us wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope that you are having a wonderful day. Today's episode is a quick win ep. If you've been around here for a while, you know how these ones go. They're quick, fast, actionable tips that you can implement straight away into your business and so that you can see some quick wins. How good. Now, today we're talking all things finding your niche. For any of our American listeners, you guys call it niche and we call it niche here in Australia. And I feel like pretty much everywhere else in the world, they call it niche. We call it niche. Uh, Niche feels weird to me. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Now, finding your niche in today's online world, this is one of the most important exercises you can do in your business. And it's something that evolves as you go. It's not something that you do once and it's set and forget and you never like look at it again. It's something that I know for me personally has evolved, has changed as we've grown, as we've developed, and as we've sharpened our vision as a business, as we've really gotten to know our clients really well. Our, and like also as our service has developed and our frameworks and our, all of those things have developed and grown, it's meant that our niche has narrowed and it's meant that we've changed, you know, how we communicate and it's meant that we've actually changed who we really want to serve. So it's a really cool thing and it's a really great exercise to do. And it's something I encourage you to revisit often. Now, I want to talk to you about the importance of finding your niche. The first reason for this is there is so much noise online, right? It doesn't take a genius to kind of open up Instagram and realize, oh my goodness, there are a lot of people on this platform doing a lot of things, promoting a lot of things. There are a lot of people running ads. There are a lot of people who are trying to attract your dream customer on this platform. So how do you cut through? How do you actually market yourself and promote your products and services in a way that resonates and also gets the attention of your people. And a big part of that and a big part of your marketing strategy is narrowing your focus to that one person. Who do you want to serve? This is the question. Who do you love working with? Who is your dream customer, your dream client? Because we want to work really hard to attract those people. And this is the cool part. We want to repel the others. It's okay. If you repel some people, it's okay. If some people contact you and they go, Oh, like, I don't like what you're doing, or this isn't the right thing for me. That's actually good. We don't want to be a good fit for everyone. We just want to be the best fit for our dream customers. We don't want to be a good fit for everyone. We just want to be the best fit for our dream customers. So let me give you some context. There was a study done recently that says that the new generation of entrepreneurs are far more likely to side hustle. Kind of makes sense. 
Millennials and Gen Zers, or Zers, I don't know how one would actually say that, are 188% more likely to have the aim of creating a side business compared to baby boomers or traditionalists. That was a study done in 2019, so I'm sure it's even higher than this now. This is crazy. More and more people are starting businesses than ever before. And now since COVID, more and more people are like, oh, I don't know if I want to go back to my corporate job. I don't know if I want to go back to commuting or to spending so much time away traveling or time from my family or time from my partner or time from my really cute puppy. There are a lot of compelling reasons to start a business in 2022, right? It actually makes a lot of sense. The study also said Gen Z and millennials are 48% more likely to say that they started a business because they, were, they had an idea that they were passionate to bring to the marketplace. So this is the current state of the world, right? There are more and more people online than ever before. There are more and more businesses starting, which is so exciting. But it also means that there's more and more noise. So to counter this, we need to drill down and find our niche or our niche. <laughs> My encouragement to you today is to stop trying to be everything to everyone and double down on one thing. It can be really tempting to work with people who aren't the right fit. Trust me, I have been there. I have done that. It is so tempting, especially when the money's good and especially when you're starting out. But it's actually in the end, what happens is when you work with people who you kind of have that niggling feeling in the back of your head, you're like, oh, I don't know. And this is mostly for service providers. I don't know if this person is our, the right fit for us. When you engage with that person, here's what happens. A, you don't deliver and so they're disappointed, you're disappointed because you're like, this doesn't fit, it doesn't work. It's like a square peg in a round hole kind of thing. That's the first thing. So everyone's disappointed and a bit annoyed. The second thing that happens is you miss, You it, there's an opportunity cost in doing that. I have experienced this so many times where I've gone, I'm going to take on this project, but do you know what? It's actually stopping me from having capacity to work with this person over here or do this project over here that is actually really aligns with my business and where I want the business to go. So you're not only are you doing a project or working with people that you maybe know like they're not the right fit for you, but it compounds because you're not enjoying it. They're not enjoying it. They're not getting a result. You're kind of feeling like you have to work super hard. And you're missing out on your dream people because you're tied up with this other project or this other thing that you've committed to. So it, it really is a stitch up. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. So how do we do this? And, and, you know, when you're starting out, you've got to give yourself a bit of grace here. You've got to cut yourself a bit of slack. You're going to work with people who you realize after, do you know what? That wasn't the good, like a good fit for us or we weren't a good fit for them. And that's all good. And we're not going to do that again. Well, you might do it again a couple more times before you realize I'm never doing that again. Um, <laughs> but it's okay. You can give yourself a bit of grace. If you're working in on projects or if you're doing things at the moment or your customers aren't quite who you want to be working with or your audience isn't quite right yet, that is okay. Don't feel like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm making a terrible, terrible mistake and I'm never going to come back from it. It is actually, it's completely okay. It's part of the process. So just 
breathe out. It's totally fine. But in saying that, the thing that's going to help you to stop feeling like, man, I just keep attracting the wrong people. I keep attracting people who don't want to pay or who do want to pay, but kind of expect the world. You, you know, it's really about as a business owner, we get to set the parameters. We get to say, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what we offer. This is our product. This is our service. We get to do that. No one else gets to dictate that but you. So there's kind of this really like empowering moment when you realize I'm in the driver's seat, baby, and I am running this thing. No one else is running it but me. I can decide to pivot at any time I want. Like if you feel stuck, you can totally pivot. You can totally change the direction of your business. It's 100% your thing. You didn't start your business to feel like you were trapped by it. (laughs) So if you feel like you're working with clients or you're doing projects or the kind of work you're doing or the products that you're selling aren't quite aligned with the vision of the business, you have complete, the complete power to change that and to, and to start making those changes. It doesn't have to be overnight. Okay. I don't want you to feel pressure to like cut everything and change everything overnight. That's not good business. It's okay to do it gradually. Cool. So how do we attract our dream clients then? Firstly, we need to actually identify who they are. So when we think about uh, finding your niche, it's really simple. It's about finding the people, actually articulating, who do I like? Who do I like working with? Who can I actually help? And will they pay? I.e., do they see the value in the service or the product that I provide? Because if they don't see the value, it's going to be roadblock after roadblock. So we want to work with people who we like working with, who we can actually help and who genuinely see the value in what we're doing. Otherwise, you're going to have people trying to beat you down on price all the time. It's going to be a headache. You're going to misunderstand one another. It's just going to be you're going to be on the back foot from the get go. Marketing is really hard when you try to be all things to all people. So it's really important that we niche down. And the truth is you actually can't expect to attract your dream clients while you're trying to please everyone. You cannot expect to attract your dream clients while you're trying to please everyone. And here's another little truth bomb for you. Serving the right people means saying no to the wrong people. (laughs) nobody likes doing that, but it's true. We need to say no to the wrong people. So we need to actually have a list of criteria. Who are our dream people? What do they, what do they care about? What are their pain points? Like, is there some criteria of, do they have to earn a certain amount or like you can set the criteria of, oh, well, they, they have to be in this sort of industry or whatever. You can determine the criteria of what a qualified client looks like or customer looks like. So the first step is identifying your niche. Cool. Do you like them? Can you help them? And do they see the value in what you're doing? The second thing is identifying, researching and identifying their problems. So once you know who your people are, what you need to do is get clear on what they actually want. And then you need to work the hardest and the smartest to deliver that. 
So you need to become known as the person that solves that particular problem for that particular person. So what I want you to do, if you are struggling to identify, you've got your niche, you know who you want to serve, but you're struggling to identify and really articulate, okay, what what is the problem I'm solving? You need to answer these questions. What is the big problem for my customer? What's keeping them up at night? What's the thing that goes on in the back of their head when they think about your product or your service? What's keeping them up at night? How does that problem make them feel? Because if we can attach the pain point, it might be like, and let me think of an example, a sleep consultant. So you might be a sleep consultant for mums, bubs. I mean, I guess you're mostly talking to the mums. The bubs maybe don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) But you're a sleep consultant. What is the thing that is making them stressed? How does it make them feel? So what is the thing? So they're not getting enough sleep because their baby's waking up consistently throughout the night. They feel stressed. They feel sleep deprived. They feel depleted. We've got to speak to the feeling, not just the, hey, your baby's not sleeping. Like we've got to go a layer deeper. How does, how does that problem make them feel? And then finally, you need to have an answer for how you are going to solve that problem for them. Is it a process that you have? Is it a framework that you use? Is it a product that you have? A program that you teach, whatever. You need to have a plan to solve that problem that is keeping that person up at night, quite literally for the sleep consultant example. You need to have a plan for that person. So you need to identify, research and identify their problems and how those problems make them feel. Then finally, if you want to cut through and really speak to your niche, you need to communicate with them, not to them, with them. And you need to do it in their language. The beautiful thing about finding your niche is that it means your language and your marketing, your copy, your branding, your imagery can become so much more precise and have so much more impact because you're not trying to speak to everyone anymore. You know who your person is. So when you're writing copy, when you're creating content, you can sit down at your computer and you can go, okay, cool. It's like I'm sitting across from this person having a coffee with them. It's so precise. I know, I know, I know, I know who they are because that's what the power of the niche is, (laughs) that we can know who we're speaking to. So there's no point knowing all of that if we're not going to communicate in a way that is precise and direct to those people and in their language. We need to use the words that they use to describe what they're facing. So if if you're speaking to that example of the mum whose new baby isn't sleeping, are they saying, hey, I, I feel stressed, I feel like exhausted, I am you know, what, what's the language that they're using? What are the words that they're using? Depleted. Or are they saying, you know, this is really uh, not conducive to my baby's development. <laughs> are they saying that? No. They're saying, this is making me stressed. This, my, my baby, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to fix this. And I feel like I've tried everything. So we've got to remember, we've got to use the language that they use. So once you know your niche, once you've identified that problem that they're facing, the thing that keeps them up at night, 
then you can communicate in all of your marketing, on your website, in your socials, in your emails. Everything is speaking to that person. And that's where the powerful thing happens. That's where the magic happens in your marketing. So I want to recap. You need to stop trying to be everything to everyone and you need to double down on one niche. That is my goal for you. And remember, this can evolve as you go. You don't have to get it perfect straight away. We have had iterations of our niche over and over, and I guarantee you it will change again. It's okay. It needs to evolve as you evolve. You need to identify your niche first. You need to research and then identify and unpack their problems and how those problems make them feel. And then you need to communicate with precision and impact and in their language, in all of your marketing, not just some of it, not just in some captions and posts. It needs to be in your website, emails, ads, whatever, social content, all of the platforms, all of the things need to speak to this person in their language. Okay. I hope that you found that helpful. I hope that you feel encouraged and inspired to drill down and find your niche. Now, let me know how you go. Please send me a DM. Let me know what has been most helpful from today's episode. And please, if you love the episode, share it with a business buddy, share it on Instagram because we love helping other people, helping business owners to really get more impact and more cut through in their marketing. That's what we're all about. So please share it. Please leave us a review. Please send me a DM and let me know what you loved most about this. But I'm really looking forward to seeing how you just refining this niche has such an incredible impact on your business. I'm really looking forward to seeing how you go. As always, I will be back here same time, same place next week. And I hope that you will too. But in the meantime, go get them, my friend. I'll see you soon.